Are you feeling tired, bored, lonely, maybe a little anxious through your quarantine? Well, I've got the medicine for you. You're listening to a very special COVID-19 quarantine edition of Rust Belt Running. We like to call this Staying Sane with Rust Belt Running. It's a chance for us to get to know you guys, our listeners, a little better. We want you to know that we will make it through this together. You making me do it because of the name? Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> this is out of sorts, but welcome to Rust, Rust Belt Running. Uh, I am uh, Andrew Hedinger. Uh, Andrew runs a lot on social media. Uh, with me, as always, Adam Wheeler at Wheels Up and CLE. Yeah. And so a little special thing we're going to do through this quarantine season. Uh, we haven't come up with a name for it just yet. We better by the time this is posted. But we just want to spend some time getting to know you guys in person and letting everybody else get to know some of our uh, our listeners, especially the ones who are most interactive with us. So one of the ones who is uh, – she's – got to be top one or two most interactive listeners is uh on instagram <laughs> is at fairweather runner uh andrea sanchez thank you so much for being with us for a little bit today i'm glad you cut time out of your busy schedule well you know <laughs> i i made some room in my afternoon but thanks for having me glad you could move around um various naps and yeah. <laughs> housework uh, to fit this in right <laughs> how are you doing through everything um, well, it's definitely a lot of together time with my family, which some days is a good thing and some days it's, you know, <laughs> testing all of us. But you have, um, you have kids, right? I do. I have three. So I have three boys um, and they are seven, four and two. So our house is really like loud, lots of commotion. It's not a place where you would go to rest, one might say. <laughs> So are you having to homeschool throughout this right now? Um, kind of, yeah. You know, I'm a teacher, so it's not okay. too terribly, like, out, out of my realm of what we, we might do during spring break or during the summer. Um, but, I, you know, I don't even know what school's going to look like for my students going forward into the next few weeks or months um, at this point. So we're just kind of trying to set a new routine and kind of take it day by day here. I'm not going to lie. I'm nervous about the whole like homeschooling thing because Governor DeWine's been very clear that it is likely school will not be back in session this mm-hmm. year. And I'm looking at, you know, this week is tech. Last week was like planning week for our school. Uh, so we didn't have any like true assignments or anything to do, any true learning. We tried to do like smart things like documentaries and the Cincinnati zoo was live streaming about animals at I think one o'clock every day and stuff like that. But what tips do you have for parents who are going to have to be going through this perhaps for the next two months? Um, you know, basically homeschooling their kids, especially those parents who both parents may be working. Like, what do you think we might be looking at? Yeah. You know, that's, that's a really good question. Cause I have a friend who we were just, she has three kids also, and they're about the same ages as mine. So she has two school agers and she was saying her schools or her kids' schools sent home packets of worksheets. And she said one had to be almost a hundred pages. And my huh. suggestion for that was to put it in the recycle bin. Um, because our job as parents, and I even include myself in that our job as parents is to 
you know, support what our kids are doing at school, but not to try to be their teacher because Mm -hmm. that's the job of someone else. And my job as a teacher is going to be to follow whatever our district plans for us to do. They're going to figure it out and I'm going to find a way to execute it. And still as a parent, our job is just to support what they're doing, make sure they're able to log in if, you know, onto the internet, um, that they're just kind of setting a, a routine. And really you're not like, I know some people were saying, oh, you know, we're spending six hours a day on schooling and that's too much. That's way yeah. too much. Like it's so stressful for kids already and kids really, mm-hmm. you know, they feel the same stress as we do and they feel our stress on top of that. And they show it in such different ways. You know, they might be acting out, they might be like a little bit wilder than normal, like kind of over the top. They might, you know, be less less open and we just really need to be supporting them and continuing to read with your kids. Like my kids, I said, are little. So, you know, we're reading every day. We're taking time to log into my son's second grade work and just check and see if the teacher posted anything, play some learning games. And then, you know, then I'm like, okay, it's time to go outside. It's time to go for a walk. Like we're going to go to the park. Like we're just trying to spend time together and less time on, you know, being stuck in front of the TV or um, playing video games. Like, which is easy to do, especially because my husband's working from home right now also. So, you know, it's not, can you repeat that? I think, I think we lost you there for a second. Oh, I said my husband's working at home also. So it's not an all day kind of schoolwork thing here. It's just like, you know, maybe cumulatively a solid hour and a half that we spend doing school stuff. I think something you hit on too, like, you know, they're doing this from home. I'm seeing a bunch of people online talking about how they're adapting to working from home and people that have been doing it for a long time saying like, you you have to have specific spaces that you carve out. Like, here's where you're going to work from home and here's how you do it. And, you know, use only the space for your work at home. Kids don't get that. Home is where they've always gone to unwind. School is where you would go and sit at a desk and do your work at home. You don't do that. They're not going to understand that concept of here's your home workspace. That's, that's a foreign idea to them. Yeah, that is. And, you know, we're trying to set up like a, a schoolwork area in our home. And I mean, it's been a week and I would say it's not been successful yet. <laughs> so <laughs> it's going to take time. It's not, this is not going to be like an overnight thing. And, you know, I mean, I teach, I teach young children and my son is in second grade, but this is hard. And I'm telling you, the first day we were home, I was like praising the Lord for his teacher because I just am not cut out for homeschooling like on a regular basis. It's hard. Our kids don't listen to us as well as they do their teachers and (laughs) neither do mine. So, (laughs) Man, teachers, they are something else. We're all realizing how underpaid they all are. Mm Mm-hmm. Some of us yes. have been barking up that tree for a long time anyways, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, it's becoming very apparent now that there yeah. may be inadequate. So, well, uh, so let's get into running a little bit, because that's why you uh, you listen to Rust Belt running. You, you do run. Um, mm-hmm. So kind of give us maybe a little bit of your, your running background. Um, I'm still, I feel like I kind of consider myself as still a new runner. I've been running for almost... I started running almost four years ago after my second son was born. 
because um, I wanted, you know, like free exercise kind of thing. I didn't want to go to the gym and I thought, oh, this will be inexpensive. I was like, I should preface that I was not active whatsoever before that. Like, I didn't even have tennis shoes to run in. Like, you know, people are like, oh, I ran in these old jogging shoes that I have. Like, I didn't even have those. So I had to go out and buy a pair of, of athletic shoes, which killed my feet once I started actually running. But I didn't even have running shoes. And it was summertime. So the weather in Ohio is so, you know, super hot or it's raining. And I really tried to commit myself to like three days a week. I started with the Couch to 5K app because a lot of my friends were using it. So I was really trying to commit to three days and get out three days a week with the stroller. And I had my, you know, three-month-old, four-month-old in the stroller, which I don't think he was supposed to be running at that point yet, but he was there. And um, I did that all summer long. Like, I stuck it out. I did all, I think, what is it, like eight weeks of that app. And when I finished, it was maybe the end of August. Um, A good friend of mine was running the relay in the Akron Marathon which is in September, as you know, but, um, and she was like, you know, you can do it. You can run the relay. You can join us. There's one leg of the relay. That's only like 3.6 miles. You could totally do that. And at that point I'd never run further than three miles. So 3.6 sounded terrifying. I don't know what it was about the (laughs) 0.6, but I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to die. It's almost four. It's almost four. Like I'm going to be so tired. Like, what am I going to do? Um, and I didn't even race it, you know, I was just like out there jogging this 3.6 miles. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm racing this. Like, this is terrifying. Um, and it was so much fun. It was, you know, the Akron Marathon is, is so much fun. And I live here in Akron. So it's such a good, like, hometown kind of vibe. Um, and I got to run the leg that runs through West Akron, which is a lot of fun. It's a fun area to run through also. Um, and after I finished that, I was kind of like hooked on it that was it that's that's what caught me so I kind of running on and off um I I took a break when I was pregnant with my third son just because I I didn't feel good like it wasn't people say run as long as you can like I was done it was it was not enjoyable um and my mom got sick at that time and so I was traveling a lot my parents live out west and so my mom was sick and I was pregnant and I already had two kids and it was just like too many things so I took a big long I think I took a break for like about a year and a half and I just picked it back up last spring and I would say I've probably been running pretty consistently now since like maybe June were you in the process of training for anything for the spring I was I I was a little sad face here (laughs) yes I was um I was training for the Cap City half in Columbus which was supposed to be on the 25th or the 26th of April I think yep same day as Glass City. Yeah, I know. Wah, wah. I was very sad. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a smart choice, obviously. Right. But yeah, you know, when you're more than halfway through your training, boy. Yeah, boy, it hurts. I'm glad they yeah. all called it when they did because I mean, I knew it was gonna end. So I'm like, I stopped training a week before they canceled it. But I, I mean, you don't need to have people pushing through miles. They don't need i mean breaking down getting to the point where you're breaking down your body um i was just glad they all called it when they did so why did you start listening to rust belt running Um, hard-hitting questions here well you know i'm a i i commute for work so i have a 45 minute drive so i listen to a lot of podcasts 
And I was starting to just find some running podcasts and you guys are, you know, semi-local to me. So that's kind of fun. I really liked listening to your interviews with different race directors and I've never run the Cleveland Marathon, but I, I liked that series where you guys interviewed the ambassadors. That was fun. That was fun. That was a nice build up to that race last year. That was, man, we were exhausted though, because we were podcasting like two or three yeah. nights a week and that wasn't we were. during quarantine. <laughs> yes, we still had regular training and jobs and <laughs> regular work. And then, mm-hmm. and then even the event themselves in itself, it was just, yeah, we were kind of tired when that whole thing ended. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a relief. So, yeah. Same way we're going to feel when this quarantine's over. Yeah, I don't care. Yes. So what, uh, last question, because we said we we're going to keep this short, and I'm going to hold us to that, because if we don't, we're setting a bad tone for the rest of these we do. Um, what are you most, <laughs> m- what, not running related, what are you most looking forward to do when this is all over? Can't be running related. Oh. Um, I think just, like, going out, going grocery shopping, like, going to a movie, like going out to restaurants and not feeling super nervous like I do. And I know not everybody, like, I'm not really an anxious kind of person, but this has made me feel super nervous. Like, I'm convinced that because this is true, like, I have three kids and if one of us gets sick, we're all going to get sick. Mm. That's just how it works. Everybody in my house had the stomach flu in right before Thanksgiving. And that was Except for me, I was the only person who didn't get sick. So four out of five of us. Like, and that's not, that's not a good number. <laughs> it's a lot of sick people in one house. Yeah. And it just, that really makes me nervous. So I'll be happy to go and grocery shop and, you know, order out and not feel so anxious about that. That'll be nice. And, you know, and honestly, at that point, I'll be ready to go back to work. <laughs> yeah. Like everybody's going to be thrilled to walk into a normal work situation. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, best to you and your family through this. I hope you guys stay sane. Yeah, me too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, we're, we're very glad that you came on. We're, we're very grateful for all the support that you've given to us uh, since yeah. you discovered us. And we really appreciate just how interactive you are and that you share stuff and all of that. So we were just very happy to be able to give you a little time away from everything. And now you're a star. You officially made it, Andrea. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. If this is the height of my, my stardom. Then... Yes. I've got <laughs> I got a lot of life questions I need to ask myself, but thank you. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, um, to your family, to Adam. Adam, I'll talk to you plenty this week, I'm sure. Uh, to everybody else, stay safe, stay clean, stay inside, and enjoy your miles, everybody. Bye.